Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and talk about an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime. Talk about just why it is that we love it so much. Jordan. Yeah. Is this is this a long last? Is our national nightmare over? <laughs> Not quite, but we're getting close. Because the episode that we're watching is called Shadow of Evil, The Trio's Last Chance. And I'm ready to be done with them. Um, it well, you'll see when we get to it. I know you've already seen it, um, but it certainly it certainly seems like this might be, if not the end, the beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, it cannot come fast enough. That's what actually made me think about. Hey, wouldn't it be better if we had ten seasons of Sailor Moon instead of five, <laughs> so we can get so, done with these guys a little faster? I mean, that's true. Enough. <laughs> Look, we had about we had about what 20 did we have 20 episodes with alan and ann or was it more like 10 it felt like 40 <laughs> it, it was a lot it was a lot well, well, introduce introduce our guest okay so to help us talk about this week's episode we have invited back a wonderful guest uh you heard her last week rebecca ruland is here rebecca welcome back we're so happy to have you hey i'm glad to be back now do you have any recent sailor moon developments in your life Besides, in the last 10 minutes, I was trying to figure out where to hang up these new Jen Bartel prints I got. <gasps> Ooh, describe yeah, them. Yeah, they're really cute. One is Wicked Lady, and it has like this cool gold foil on it. Um, and then one is Usagi, but as like Princess Serenity, and it has gold foil on it too. They're really cute. I like them a lot. That's awesome. That is truly fantastic. Well, here's the thing. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at pictures of them. They're so good. Well, here's the thing that we did not talk about last week. Uh, we mentioned it a little bit in our act break when we read some emails from listeners, but uh, it was Sailor Moon's birthday two weeks ago, everybody. Sailor Moon turned 40. Happy birthday, Sailor Moon. Happy birthday, Usagi. Mm. And much lesser happy birthday, Chibi. Oh, <laughs> Wait. Oh, actually, I guess it depends. I was going to say, we don't know how old Chibi is. <laughs> It's really difficult to sell. Nine hundred and forty-five. But like, would you go in that direction, or would you, or or also, has she been born? Is she actually like ten or fifteen or something? Oh. I mean, this is both mathematical and philosophical, and I do not feel like examining either. <laughs> Love it. So, Rebecca, did you do anything for Sailor Moon's birthday this year? I did. Um, I slept in very late. Nice. And then. Me and my husband went and got donuts and yeah. ate a lot of donuts. Did you get donuts or did you get uh, onigiri and claim they were donuts in honor of anime? We got real donuts. There's this cool place that Shannon um, actually showed us called Duck Donuts where they oh, like... Duck Donuts is great. Yeah. yeah. And they custom make the donuts. So we got a lot of donuts and then came home and just was super lazy and ate a lot of food. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah, Duck Donuts is awesome. There's a couple of those in uh, Charlotte. So every Heroes Con, uh, mm-hmm. one of the days I go over there and get a bunch of donuts for breakfast. Oh, it's so good. They have some wonderful creations. Mm-hmm. They should have an Usagi donut. Everywhere uh, should have an Usagi donut. What would donut. it be? They should. Uh, I mean, I think it would be, you know, maybe like pink frosting and then two like big, <laughs> two big yellow globs of frosting on mm-hmm. top. <laughs> Ridiculous. Donut holes. Oh, that they, okay. Like, no, donut holes yeah. would be very good. Uh, Jordan, what did you do for Sailor Moon's birthday? Um, I took the easy way out and did not celebrate. <laughs> you didn't do anything. I you didn't like. You I, know? So let's see. This was last Saturday for us when, as we're recording. Last Saturday, yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely watched soccer. Yeah, I just hung out with Darian, man. I guess that's what Usagi would do, or yeah. what, what, what yeah. Serena would do anyway. Just hang out with Darian. <laughs> How about you? Uh, well, I, I didn't do much. Uh, I went to, uh, I drove to Massachusetts and pretended to be a wizard for four days. Oh, so that right. Was Wait, what? That. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. So, yes. 
Yes, wait, explain. You were you're pretending to be a wizard? What? Yes, I was pretending to be a wizard. I went to a LARP called New World Megascola, which is uh, a wizard college LARP, uh, where you go and you uh, are in a wizard college and you have like a house that you're in and you have classes and exams and there's other stuff going on. It was the first time that Aiden and I had ever done a LARP and it was unexpectedly very tiring. It was very draining. Um, Partially because I feel like I'm extremely bad at improv, uh, but I really loved all the class stuff. Like Mm -hmm. going to the classes was super, super fun, Uh, but it was very, very fun. And if you're curious about that, uh, I actually did a, full two hour conversation with uh james damato of the one shot podcast network uh that's going up on both the uh, war rocket ajax patreon feed for five dollar backers and on the uh one shot secret archive where we talk about his experience doing that same larp a few years ago and uh my experience doing it this year but yeah it was it was fun it ended up being a real blast like the people who were putting it on and like the people who were playing as teachers did a really amazing job i had i had a real good time that's so cool that sounds like a lot of fun yeah it's uh it it really was it it was it took some getting used to but you know it was our mm-hmm. first time ever doing anything like that so no, you didn't. That's that was not in celebration of Usagi. That was just awesome. It's a separate awesome thing. You don't you don't know if I was casting Supreme Thunder. All right, so let me ask you this: Moon-tier at your magic, magic school, <laughs> at your magic school, were you flunking all your tests? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually did very well on my final exams because I am a good student. <laughs> so Aww. you were not celebrating Usagi's birthday. The, I will say. <laughs> the classes were super super fun uh i was on the my major was a curse breaker so i got to i got to take some cool classes about runes and uh alchemy or or not alchemy uh artificery which Mm -hmm. were very fun and one of my final exams involved uh going into a dungeon and basically having to do an escape room while a minotaur yelled at me nice Ah. Super, super fun. The costume, you would not believe the costumes. They were amazing. Yeah. Uh, when we're when we're done recording, I'll send some to you. Oh, please. But, uh, I want to see them. Yeah. So uh sorry to sorry to jump back for a second. Uh-huh. But Jen Bartel. I Googled Jen Bartel Sailor Moon. First of all, number one, so many fucking amazing images. Yes. So goddamn many. Um I'm assuming the chibi uh, the the wicked lady you got is the one that has like the the circles around her mm-hmm. head, right? The there's another chibi yusa that has a pegasus skeleton not a chibi yusa a dark a wicked lady a wicked with lady, a pegasus yeah. skeleton which is pretty fucking badass her art is incredible in addition there are all the sailor scouts both in scout uniforms and in casual clothes the one of jupiter has her wearing a deathly hallows shirt which is pretty fucking badass yeah these are amazing uh jim bartell silver moon stuff is like her best stuff i think uh, I want to get them, but uh, the only Jim Bartel thing I own is a I own an enamel pin uh, that says "Don't at me." I love that one, <laughs> uh, which is a life motto. So good. Yeah. What do you say? What do you say we go ahead and talk about this episode? All right. Sure. Why not? We've been <laughs> dithering around with Wizard School long enough. I uh, guess. Yeah. Happy birthday, Usagi! Happy birthday, Serena! Slightly less happy birthday, Chibiusa! Slightly less happy birthday, Rini! Uh, uh, let's. Let's do this. Uh-huh. As I previously mentioned, we are watching episode 148 of Sailor Moon Supers, which is called Shadow of Evil, the trio's last chance. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out, fellas. Aww. Uh, Jordan, did our pals at Cloverway think that was a good enough title? No, especially not the don't hit the door hit you on the ass part. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Um, let's see. Is there any shot? How can I give you a hint? I need to think of how can I get you to get this? Yeah, because usually you don't really put a lot of effort into me getting it. Like you're content to make me look like a fucking dumbass. No, for some all right. I'll try to do the better. absolute lack of respect you displayed to me on this show. Uh, right, 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 right. And so you want to change the format of the show. Okay, weird, but all right. How dare you? <laughs> I can get the jord board back. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, I guess I'll put them up right now. Pass. Yes, do it. No, no, no. Unnecessary. I'll just say crystals aren't real. It's fine. Um, and I can just say you're a piece of shit. You don't need a recording. 
okay. Uh, it has to do with um, it has to do with there's a there's a there's a big moment of reveal in this episode. It has, okay. So it has to do with the 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 big moment of revelation. Uh, I don't know. You know the moment I'm talking about? No. Where the bad guys find out the truth. Where the bad guys find out the truth. Is it called the bad guys find out the truth? No. Then I don't know. It's the thing that they see that teaches them the truth. Look at that. It's the truth. Do you still not know even what scene I'm talking about? I honestly don't. I don't remember a lot about this episode. It was late Uh, and I did not care. I have a guess. (laughs) Oh, you have a guess. Let's hear it. Is it something about like mirror on the wall or something? It is about a mirror. It is. It does not use any oh, of those. Oh, I know what scene words. you're talking about. But yeah, yes, it's called a true reflection. Ah, uh, so it's a. It's not, not great. But there, not that's what great, buddy. Uh, so yeah, uh, this episode. It's a mammo spotlight. <laughs> so you love it, boy. This episode is a mammo spotlight, and that might be why it just slid <laughs> off my brain. Uh, this episode was directed by Konosuke Ura. The animation director was Taichi Nakamura, and the writer was Yoji Nokido. And it originally aired on September twenty third, nineteen ninety five. What was going on in September of nineteen ninety five? Well, I was fifteen years old. I was thirteen. <sighs> So that would have put me in, I was in high school for sure. Were you in high school or were you in, no, you were in middle school, right? Uh, yeah, I would have been going into eighth grade. I'm going to Google September 1995, see what comes up. Don't look like it's a lot of uh, depressing <laughs> stuff. Let's just move on. Yeah, Is it? I was two years old. I don't remember. Yeah, nobody actually cares. <laughs> uh, so we open in the Dead Moon Circus, uh, in the bar, in fact, the Century Bar. We have a great opening line, which is Tiger's Eye saying... Man, we got scolded again. <laughs> yeah, because you fucked up real well, bad, guys. Now, again, this is where I wrote down. Like, I don't feel like they're doing that bad of a job. I, I really don't. They Every episode, they achieve the thing that they're supposed to achieve for each picture. They find whether or not the picture has the Pegasus in it. It doesn't. The leads are weak, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> the leads are weak. The leads are weak. They don't have a picture of Chibi. Yeah, like I wish, like, but they're also bad at it. Like, <laughs> no, but they're, is... they, they always <laughs> succeed. If Pegasus had been in any one of those people, they would have found out. Jordan. Yes. Jordan. Yes. We talk constantly about how they're always launching these bizarre seduction plots. But you don't, no they don't need to, to seduce do. people. Yeah, they don't, you're absolutely right. So they but are they taking always... unnecessary steps. They are bad at their job. They, well, no, they're not bad at their job. I guess the worst you could say is they're inefficient at their job, I suppose. But they uh, they always get it done. They always get it done. Except for finding, again, the ultimate goal of finding Pegasus, they don't get done. But they don't have a chance of that because they, they're, they're not even being asked to check the right person. Now, we have mentioned it a couple times on the show, but Jordan, uh, in real life, IRL, mm-hmm. uh, you are occasionally my editor working on comic books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to, next time, I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, look, I know this is inefficient, but I am actually very good <laughs> at writing these <laughs> scripts. I know right. that it might have taken a little bit longer than you thought. No, it, it, it's it, actually it, very they're, good. They're not, okay. It would be much more like. like they're not hitting deadlines, bro. Well, because here's the thing. when It would be more like, Chris, if I said to you, hey, I need you to write me a, a, a script where uh, Dark Horse, uh, Dark Horse, where Dark, Dark, Horse. Talk, <laughs> Dark Horse Comics, where Dark Horse Talk defeats uh, the, the, the villain. And you're like, sure. And I'm like, here's a list of villains to have him fight. And then every time you would turn in a script, I would go, no, that's not the right villain. And the right villain is not on your fucking list. <laughs> I mean, look, I, f- I do feel like when we did this Dark Hawk comic, the right villain was not on the list. <laughs> God damn it. You're not selling the comic right now, Chris. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, it's very good. It was very fun. Anyway, they're bad at their jobs. So Hawkeye does an impression of uh, Madame Zirconia. That's actually pretty funny. Yes. It's so good. It's so funny, in fact, that Tiger's Eye does like a full-on spit take. <laughs> yep. And I love the uh, I love the phrasing that Hawkeye uses in this. It's she's always like, when are you ever gonna capture Pegasus? For crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Which 
again, these last two episodes have made me feel like, oh, oh, Madame Zirconi is their mom. Okay, yeah. got yeah. it. Hey, and then here's the answer to the question you were specifically asking last episode. Where do they get the pictures from? It, is this the answer? The, the eyeball flies Bye. up and materializes a picture. Oh, yeah, we've mm-hmm. seen it floating around taking pictures before. No, he walks I, up to them and gives them the photo is what I'm saying. Again, you have gendered this eyeball. Oh, God damn it. It's, it's just a floating Polaroid. <laughs> it's the floating Polaroid yeah. w- 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 comes up and zaps a f- picture into existence. Yeah. Also, this action is not walking. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> it does not walk up. It flies down. You Jordan, you fucked that sentence up. It walks up. Way you it, uh, I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase. He walks up and he's like, hey guys, how's it doing? I got a new assignment for you. Here's a photo. Hands it to them. And and Hawkeye, the eyeball flies down and like projects like, like weirdly enough, it like shoots lasers out of its eyes that 3D prints some pictures. Yeah, it's a laser quick. printer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's how laser printers yeah. work. Boy, this eyeball. I kind of love this thing. It's so weird. So weird. It is. What is it called? Zircon. Zircon? I think Zircon. So there you go. That's that's probably why I gender it as a as a man, because Zirconia is a lady, and then Zircon sounds like the male version of that name. It's an eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's left of him. <laughs> anyway. So uh, Hawk's Eye and Tiger's Eye take a look at this picture, and they're like, gross, Ew. it's a man. And so ah. Fish's eye, of course, is all over it. Fish's eye, who was just depressed a minute ago, is like, oh. Yeah, he goes zero to 60. Yeah, and in case you've missed this season, uh, Tiger's eye goes, you really do love guys, don't you? <laughs> just like, <laughs> like weirdly rude, but also like I kind of like it as almost supportive. <laughs> it's like, hey, you really love guys. Awesome. This is a bad <laughs> picture. Like, can I tell you? Zircon is good at taking creeper shots of ladies <laughs> most of the time, but this picture of Memo is like like a like a shitty security footage. Like it's just like this weird shot yeah. that you can barely see him. Well, it's from an upper angle, and that's that only really works if you like look up at it. And he's looking down, so it's not a good picture. But it's enough to get uh, mm-hmm. Fish's eye excited. Yeah, yeah. So we cut to where Memoru actually is at this very moment which is at a pet store, specifically a fish store uh, with Usagi and Usagi's flipping out because the fish are hilarious to her. She is crying looking at these fish because they look so funny. (laughs) Um, Last week uh, on the 4th of July, Aiden and I watched every episode of season two of glow on Netflix, Mm -hmm. uh, which by the way, very good. Glow is, is a really good show, but there is a moment in an otherwise very serious episode uh, where they mention a joke from the first season that I had forgotten, which is that there's like a lawn furniture store called Patio Town. And the owner of the store is named Patrick O'Town. Nice. <laughs> and I had forgotten that. And then they just make a mention of of Pat O'Town. And I could, like I laughed until I like was crying because I had forgotten that stupid, stupid joke. That is Usagi looking at this fish. Like she, there's tears in her eyes just from seeing it. It's such a cute fish, though. The, the flat one? Yeah, the yeah. the really, the one she's like, it's so ugly, it's cute. It actually is kind of cute in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, then the show remembers Diana exists Yeah, for the first time in a while. Diana mm-hmm. wants to eat these fish, which is, that's what cats do. Yeah. It's like an episode of Heathcliff. They react so weird to it, too. They're like, oh. <gasps> How dare you? You want to eat it? Um, Do you guys remember, uh, so they establish here, or they... Do they establish or are they referencing that Memoru has pet fish? They're here because he has pet fish. I don't remember that, but I don't re- like we might have seen a fish tank in his house before. I don't remember. I only remember seeing roses. Yeah. Maybe he's new into fish. Uh, well, it's all a setup so that Osai can be like, oh, the tank in your bedroom might be a little too small mm-hmm. for these fish. And for Minako to roll up and be like, oh, you know about his bedroom. Yup. All right. She gets so excited about it, too. She brings out her fans and starts whipping around. Yeah. Yeah. Because because that's that's what Minako is about. I'm looking at Soldier of Love. I Googled his apartment. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing lots of pictures of it. I'm not seeing a fish tank, but, you know, anything's possible. So while Memory was looking at this fish, someone is looking at him. What? And it's fish's eye. Uh, that's that's a coincidence. 
Uh, yeah. And Fisher's eye rolls up with, I'm going to give this pickup line like a seven out of 10. He says, fish are boring. Why do you keep them as pets? Is it because you feel something is missing deep in your heart? <laughs> Where when you're with your current oh, girlfriend? Yes, yes, yes. That's an, like, that's a strong opener. That's a confident opener is what that is. Uh, it's so creepy. And like, it gets all that weird blue color. Uh, it's just creepy. Yeah. And he's dressed dressed as a woman again, obviously, pretending to be a yeah. lady. Actually, a pretty cute uh, pink dress, but mm-hmm. like a bad yeah. yellow jacket or a bad orange and white jacket. Yeah. Not good. Also, it's kind of weird that Fisheye is calling fish boring. Yeah. Why is he not freaking out seeing all the fish around here? Fish's eye also cuts himself on a, on a like, just picks up <laughs> a piece of glass, which I guess is the side of a fish tank. And uh, cuts himself with it by accident. Yeah, well, not on purpose. Yeah. yeah. No, by accident, I think. Because Fisheye holds up a, p- a big hunk of glass and is like, yeah, it's sad to have to have a relationship through a pane of glass. And then accidentally, yeah, cuts himself. And yeah. Mamoru you don't think this tears... is planned? I don't think so. It's all weird. Well, Mamoru tears something. What does Mamoru tear? I do not know. Don't know. Like, it's an extreme close-up of his face, so much so you can't... You can't see what he's tearing at all, other than that it's light blue. And I'm like, I don't even see light blue stuff in the scene. Like, I have no clue what it could be. Yeah. I don't know. Also, it is the tiniest cut. This, is, this does not require you to, to tear strips of cloth with your teeth to form a bandage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apparently. But again, Fish's eye is like, <gasps> affection? Politeness? Yeah. Well, he's coming up to her like a hero and making a bandage out of nothing apparently yeah handkerchief maybe i don't know I, it must be but what but if it was a handkerchief you could just use the whole handkerchief right like you don't need a strip of your handkerchief. and that's what he does like he pulls out the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> after ripping it he just pulls it out he actually has a full blanket in his pocket and he just tore off like a corner um so it's when he has like he's kind of like up close to her holding her hand oh also what is the glow i don't know what the glow is supposed to be i wonder if it's a reference to like in the manga he actually has powers oh his healing power right yeah his healing powers and i think if i recall correctly it glows whenever he's healing someone so i don't know if that's That's... them trying to like oh this might be important let's put it in here that is what the uh looking at Wikimoon, that is what Wikimoon thinks happened, is that that this is him displaying his healing powers. I have never seen this before. This is a manga thing that they just decided to drop on us 148 episodes in. Uh, we've mentioned yeah. it before on the show because of the 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 thing where somebody was keeping somebody alive. Wasn't like he like Oh yeah, he was yeah, he was keeping uh Chibi alive. Right, that was it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But th- but that was never really explained there. I thought that was just a no. weird moon magic thing. Nope. Not to mention, like, the way that they're portraying this here doesn't make any sense. Is the implication, if he touches anyone who's injured, they are healed? Like, that's that's weird. And also makes it a bad idea for him to touch a person who just cut their finger. Uh, because you give away that you are a superpowered person every time. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's a very strange uh, choice. It's weird. So Usagi walks up and she is jealous, of course. And she's she's not just jealous. She's like demonic possessed jealous. Yeah, she's she like breathing flames. She goes saying. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is the angriest I think I've ever seen her. Uh and Fish's eye sees her and uh drops a brutal evaluation. Uh that would be very much at home on Sailor Brosness when we were ranking <laughs> the, the hottest scouts. <laughs> Not a hint of makeup, zero sex appeal, figure isn't bad. Ugh. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty tacky. Uh, it's clear her wins, though. Um. <laughs> I do love the close-up that we get of Usagi. and We get a lot of good Usagi, like new Usagi faces in this, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the, the close-up, even her uh, ponytails are like at a different angle than we usually see. They're at an angry mm-hmm. angle. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so cute. She's like an angry puppy yeah when fish eye is just like yeah i win i'm taking him like I, so i'm just gonna take your boyfriend so 
Uh, fortunately, Mamoru does the right thing and really sticks up for his girlfriend slash future wife. Uh, really, really says, hey, you can't talk about my girlfriend like that. That's very rude. Doesn't Not in this scene. Doesn't let have to shoulder that burden alone. No, in this scene, mm-hmm. he doesn't. I'm no, sorry. He absolutely doesn't because he's a real shitty boyfriend. He's not. He's not trying anymore. Well, he's just here for the ride. Okay, but hang on. In his defense, he has not done anything wrong. He has not been flirting with this girl in any capacity. He has not made a move on this girl in any capacity. This girl came at, well, this, it, I, I'm speaking from the point of view of that would believe that she's, that Fisheye is a lady in the scene who is seducing him. He, as far as he's concerned, he was just in a store. A lady started hitting on him and then cut herself. And he was like, oh, hey, let me help you. That's all that's happened. Oh, no, that's not all that happened. Because, Jordan, if you're out somewhere and someone walks up to you and insults your wife in front of you, are you just going to be like, huh? Because that's not what you do, bro. Okay, well, that's, yeah, you know, if you put it that way, you're right. Yeah. I certainly yeah. wouldn't just be like, if somebody said that about my wife. You should at least be like, like it would, hey, whoa, like bear mans. <laughs> yeah, I would be like, uh, fuck off or something. I don't know what I yeah. would say. Yeah, yeah. He does nothing. Yeah, he does nothing. He's very He's timid. Garbage. He's very timid. So she starts screaming at him. She being Usagi starts screaming at him. Literally like 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 barking dogs screaming at him. Like it's a very again, very funny animation. <laughs> Diana, meanwhile, pops her head out of the purse that she's in. Fisheye sees the cat and is like, a cat. And uh, well d- uh, yeah. Fish Eye sees the cat and runs, but should run because a cop pops out and starts talking. Because <laughs> Diana talks in yep, this scene. You're absolutely right. You well, are yeah. is staring at her. Oh, God. That's weird. Well, no, talking animals, not necessarily that weird. This show can never remember, A, that talking cats exist. <laughs> like, it can never remember that Luna and Diana and Artemis exist. Nor can it remember that they're not like cats aren't supposed to talk. Like that is a like that's a giveaway. Fish Fish Eye doesn't know how the world works. Fish Eye sees a talking cat and is just like, yeah, whatever. Okay, that must be what they do. So Fish's <laughs> Eye runs over to an alley to uh, catch his breath and is like, oh, that guy has superpowers. Uh, he's probably where Pegasus is. I should get serious. Get serious, but he really is uh, handsome. See now. When he says serious, he, no, you, you're, you're saying it wrong. He, Fisheye is not saying, I'm going to get serious because this might be the time when I have to do the job. Fisheye is referring to earlier when, when they were like, oh, you really like boys. Yeah, but you get dumped a lot. Fisheye was like, well, that's because I never got serious about any of them. And here Fisheye is like, that dude's handsome. I might get serious with him. Yeah. Uh, so back at the Dead Moon Circus, uh, Madame Zaconia is like stomping around, but then some shadowy figures, uh, perhaps some <laughs> exactly like the Witches Five, were introduced. It's uh, I love I love Zirconia just kind of like walking around going oh, Pegasus <laughs> because that's what she's doing. She's just goddamn Pegasus always fucking getting away, stupid. <laughs> yeah, I just love this old lady. She's great. <laughs> But yes, the shadowy girls, the shadowy girls who are, uh, we will come to find out are the, uh, Amazon quartet. Oh, Mm -hmm. they all have very unique hair. Uh, so, uh, this is the trio's last chance because we have introduced some new characters. So watch out when you're driving around. Look out (laughs) for those slugs. Well, they have this like cell, like giant body cell. Like it's like a, it's like dermatoid. Yeah, that they are just like tossing mm-hmm. around and are going to let drop to the floor, presumably to, I don't know, shatter or something. And Zirconia is like, not yet, not yet. I'm going to let them have their one chance. And it's like, oh. And then, as uh, then, Chris, uh, I just wanted to see some, your, your thoughts on things. Mm-hmm. Do you think Zirconia is probably, I mean, all indications, I would say probably the boss, the ultimate boss. Zirconia seems like the most powerful person that we've been talking about. So, like, probably, yeah, like, that's the top of the food chain, right? I mean, it would be very weird to introduce a new villain here in, like, episode 150. Because they totally haven't done that before. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, this would be a real 
this would be a real death phantom situation <laughs> well, if that happened again. Well, let's think about the structure of a circus, right? Uh, you have a circus, you have like a like a ringmaster, and then the ringmaster answers to the queen of the circus, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, totally. Sometimes you have a queen who also answers to a queen. <laughs> That's <laughs> also true. A slightly larger queen. <laughs> Yes, uh, we get our mention of their queen, Nehalenia. Hey, Jordan, is this show bad? <laughs> it's bad and great. It's a okay, little above. I just wanted to make sure. It's a little above. It's on that bell curve. Oh, by the way, uh, speaking of this show being bad, I, I w- w- earlier in the episode, I looked this up and I meant to mention it and I forgot to. Uh, Alan and Anne was only 13 episodes. Wow. Only 13? <laughs> Only 13. Uh, Christmas. Felt so much longer. We've probably gotten more Amazon Trio than Alan and Ann at this point. I mean, almost assuredly. This is the whole first half of Supers. And I, I know, know that because we're past the, the Blu-ray at this point. But I, Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Rebecca, do you want to take us through this next little bit? Sure. So, oh boy. It's, oh, it's uncomfortable. So oh, is that why is that why you you pawned off on our guest? Uh yes. So Mama is walking <laughs> and Fish's eyes just leaning up against the wall like a creep and then starts calling him Mama Chan and is like, isn't that what they call you? And then just kind of forces him against a wall. Yep. And just gets all up in his face. There's no there's no room there. It just invades his bubble. Oh yeah, tries to smooch him. Oh, oh, yeah, just straight up tries to go for the kiss right off the bat. But thankfully, Mamoru is not having it. Yeah, yeah. The conversation is pretty great. Uh, Fisheye pushing him up against the wall, trying to kiss him, going, it's it's okay if you don't tell her. But he says that's not the issue. And that made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> that's not the issue. Yeah, I that's understand that it's okay if I don't tell her. That's not why I'm not kissing that's... him. <laughs> uh. to, to be fair, he does say... She's the only one I'm interested in. Right, 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 right. He does. Which is something. No, he, he no, I, I can, I, he, he okay, let's get, <laughs> I'm going to say some terrible and uncomfortable things really quick. Oh, I really wish you wouldn't. I'm going to do it. <sighs> so if we take for granted that they are destined moon lovers, they know this, they believe this, right? Okay. He then is stuck dating a f- 15 year old girl he probably doesn't love that fact like he probably <laughs> doesn't well he he does know that it's embarrassing because he has that conversation yeah. with motoki right he's like right. what are you what are you talking about those girls are 14 right so like my point is uh, he's sitting there on some level yeah i do think that he's sitting there going oh jeez i wish she wasn't fucking 15 like she's 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 she is making a scene uh she is really immature sometimes but the thing is i know that we are destined lovers we've been together in the past we will be together in the future hey there's our daughter (laughs) that's going to happen uh i just gotta i just gotta see this through another couple of years and then she'll be a little more sensible See, he's just resigned to it. He's just resigned to his fate at this point. <laughs> but I think it's there's love under that, but that doesn't mean that you can love someone and be frustrated by them at the same time. He's not even trying anymore at this point, oh. it feels like. He's not. <laughs> uh, but this is a weird thing. Fish as I asked him, hey, what do you even see in that girl? And I feel like there's a lot of answers he can give. <laughs> and the but he, he doesn't is, owe her an answer. What he gives us. She's full of dreams. <laughs> what kind of answer is that? Um, and then Fishai goes, kind. more like full mm-hmm. of shit. <laughs> right. That is no. exactly what happens. And that is our act break. <laughs> no, not exactly. Oh, <laughs> hey, Jordan. Wow. That, that, that actually. All right. There we are. Uh, yes, Chris. How you doing? I'm great. Rebecca, you good? I'm I'm good. I'm getting through this rough part. Yeah, it's not it's not good. <laughs> it's not nope. fun. No, it isn't. But you know <sighs> you know what you can do if you want to have fun? What? You can head over to patreon.com slash sailor business. And what kind of fun can you have there? You can have the fun of giving us money, which is oh, the Jesus. most fun thing to do. Is that fun? I th- All I, right. I think it's very fun. <laughs> well then give me some money. It is. 
10 out of 10. Very fun. Oh, oh well, yeah. Rebecca you. knows. Thank she's a, so she's a backer. Uh, that's right. You can head over to patreon.com slash sailor business. As little as a dollar a month helps to support this show uh, that we spend a lot of time on. Uh, it's basically like, hey, if you like listening to the show and you would uh, you would take us out for a cup of coffee if we were in your town, then then maybe you can do that over at patreon.com slash sailor business. What do they get for uh, for doing that, Jordan, besides the fun and thrill of helping us do this show and Xena Warrior business. Well, sometimes they get show notes from us that can be a bunch of ridiculous uh, phrases that I wrote down that don't seem to make a lot of sense or more detailed ones that other people write. Um, sometimes they can get bonus audio of us uh, probably, I don't know, swearing or, or screwing up in some embarrassing way that then they, they want to hear about or saying funny things that are super unrelevant to Sailor Moon or things that are too filthy for Chris to allow in the podcast. I mean, probably the part where I'm talking about uh, my reaction to Patio Town on Glow is probably going to get cut out. So. You think so? Oh. It's very irrelevant. If you're curious about that, become a subscriber at the, what, $5 level? Yeah, $5 uh, a month. $5 a month gets you access to uh, all the bonus audio and stuff. Like, if you listen to Xena Warrior Business, uh, we put up uh, Dan Casino's Dan Scrolls, the oh, yes. annotated history of uh the real and mythological history that is being played off of on that show um, don't really have that for this show <laughs> because because it's pretty wild well um, I, I, I mean every once in a while we get letters about that 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 is uh, about the actual mythology that it's based on sometimes that's true. i mean we are gonna when we watch the uh one of the s movie or the super s movie it's gonna come up hmm. the the princess kaguya stuff Oh, so okay, yeah. that'll that'll have to be something that we talk about and then for 15 dollars a month when you are subscribed for 15 dollars a month uh we are we have made in the past sailor business pins they're super awesome they have tennis ball sailor moon we are working on a new pair of pins one about sailor moon theme one at xena theme uh that as soon as they're made anyone at the 15 dollar level will get to choose between sailor moon and xena and get a pin that is completely original to our podcast that is true that is true and uh now's the time of the show where we like to thank our newest uh patrons someone actually just pledged hey uh, we recording. so uh cj thank you so much cj you're slick you're slick and you figured it out you cracked the code of how to slip in there and get the only thanks for the episode that is awesome Good job, CJ. CJ, you might remember as the person who, who uh, he recreated the uh, Ami photo with the hamburger, which is nice. my favorite thing for people to do and send to us. Aww. What do we call that? What is it? What, like, it's like, you know, like, you know, you know, planking, things like that. What do we call it when you when you make the Ami burger picture? I mean, it's not that's not gregging because no. gregging uh-huh. is just sort of existing in a very sad state. Oh, <laughs> We could still call it Gregging. The poor guy should have something. It's sort of it's it's more like Mizunoing, I guess. It's, nobody's gonna say that. Aming doesn't really work. <laughs> I like Aming because it sounds like you're going om, 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 om. Oh yeah. <laughs> with that with that hamburger. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Jordan, do you want to do a Twitter question or two? Yeah. Let's see what we got. It's hey, Sailor Biz Q and A, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh what major actors would you choose as voice talent for a new english dub of sailor moon assuming money is no price my vote they say is donald glover for tuxedo mask Ooh, that's a that's a good one i, I, I really like the the current uh viz voice cast a lot okay i do too it's really good all right they're gonna send you a blu-ray relax <laughs> No, we're talking about we we're talking about Hollywood. We're going all out. Money is no option. Let's let's or no no mm. no impediment. Let's let's get in the highest paid people we can get. Uh what's what's uh, John Ralphio's name? Uh Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Uh him is Tomoy. Professor Tomoy. Oh my god. Yeah. That's yes. terrific. He's easy. he's hilarious. Easy, easy. I love that guy. Um let's see. Who who would be a great Sailor Moon? See, I don't Well, you know what? That's the thing is now you don't have to pick an age appropriate actor anymore for the roles. Cause it's yeah. just a voice acting. So you can get any woman with a great voice. Uh, Rebecca, do you have a pick? I think just because of the John Ralphio thing, I'm thinking of parks and rec, but I think Amy Poehler might be fun. Cause she can do very extreme, excited That's voices. True. She'd be yeah. a good Luna. If you want to take oh, a completely she would be different such direction. A good Luna. 
Whoa, what? What? Where? Luna? Why? Why Luna? Oh, I, th- I think she would be an amazing Luna. Mm-hmm. Interesting. She'd be really good. But not British Luna, right? No, not British Luna. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. I, I, I don't know. This is a tough one. Yeah, I just forgot all of the actors' names for anyone. Yeah. As soon as you asked that question, it just all went out the window. Me too. <laughs> uh, Burt Reynolds as, as Artemis. <laughs> what? What? I like Johnny Young Bosch being the being the current Artemis though. It's he's he's good. Is there a good Jedite or uh, let's see. I don't I don't know. I don't know who would be a good Jedite. It would like my ideal Jedi like has that weird intensity, you know, <laughs> like the mm-hmm. like the weird. And then I'm going to start a business, <laughs> and then so I don't I don't know who can pull that off. But he also has to be able to do a smooth radio voice. That's true. <laughs> but uh, that would be a that would be a great thing to uh, for our listeners to just tell us about on Twitter if you've got an yeah. idea. Tell yeah, tell us your voice cast, your Hollywood voice cast for Sailor Moon. Love it, love it. Uh, let's see what else we got. Why is it that Minako is the only one who can run off with her heart crystal or break free from the dream board without help? That's a great question. I don't know because she's Sailor B. She's got that horny power. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's fueled by the thirst. That's that. It's the strength of her heart and dreams are fueled by that. Yep, exactly. Yeah, like again, wouldn't it have made so much sense last week for Makoto to like snap the board with her prodigious strength and strength of will? Mm-hmm. They missed out. Is it possible that Rubius is Rubina's descendant, and part of his Silver Millennium beef is how a one-world monarchy made his bloodline irrelevant? <laughs> Who's Rubina? The oh, princess, princess from Rubina. yeah, from last episode. Maybe, maybe. Although, in order to accept that, you'd have to admit that he's not Shingo. I think okay, that one, <laughs> that one, I think is is just a lark. I but know. Wise man is Jedi. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, that, that one I will on stand by. You're back on it again. All right, let's do one more before we get back to it. All right, you're creating, Chris. You, me are creating a concept album okay. where each song is named for one of the Sailor Senshi's attacks. What style of music for each attack? Uh, all of it is uh, Christian rap. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Rebecca, do you want to help me out with this one? I, the, the one I think is uh, Supreme Thunder has got to be like a synth wave. Yeah. Like a real Terminator-y kind of song. Venus Love Me Chain would be like K-pop. Yeah, sure. that's a good one. Um, what about Moon mm-hmm. Tiara action? Mm-hmm. I feel like 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 garage rock. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Like 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 a like a female fronted uh, garage rock. Like like kind of like early Donna's stuff would be would be good for that. Yeah, that'd be really cute. This is embarrassing. It's been so long since we've seen it. I can't remember what Mercury's wiener attack is. They're like terrible, <laughs> awful. Do you mean attack. Mercury bubbles? The is that what it's called? Spray? Yeah, bubble, bubble spray. spray. Bubble spray. That's what it is. Yes. You mean the ultimate attack? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one. Ugh. Bubble spray. So, what's the music te- music theme for bubble spray? I mean, I think it would probably be uh, bubble spray. Bubble spray freezing. Oh. Maybe like a beat truck. <laughs> bubble spray <laughs> is like a like a pet soundsy kind of song. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. All good. right. And the ultimate question, of course, being dead scream. Secret track. Yeah. That's not a genre, but <laughs> it is. It is though. It's a secret track. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Those are some good questions. If you have a question for us, hashtag it with SailorBizQNA, and we might ask it on the podcast. All right. Now let's get back to the show. All right, Jordan, this is the scene you were talking about earlier. You want to take us through it? Um, sure. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, this is a... It, was I talking about this scene? I don't remember talking about it, but this scene is great. Tiger's Eye comes up to Fisheye, who is all depressed, and Fisheye is, is, uh, has been shook by the revelation 
that Memoru prefers Usagi because she's full of dreams. Dumb. Do you think he said full of dreams or, or fish? I just misheard him say she's for a teen. <laughs> she's for a teen. <laughs> she's 15. No, no I do not. Dreams. That is what happened. Uh, no, he, as we discussed, he is uncomfortable with that fact, but he copes. Anyway, so, so yeah, so Fisheye is going, uh, he's like, uh, you know, like, what, do we have beautiful dreams? Like, I don't understand. Like, what, like, what, 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 what are we like them? Are, are we able to do that? And, and Tiger's Eye is like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then Fisheye, this is amazing, does one, two, three on Tiger's Eye. Mm-hmm. He gets the board, the, the straps, and the mirror starts to form and then goes away. And Fisheye is like, yeah. We don't possess beautiful dreams. It doesn't. We don't have it. I, I feel like they don't dream at all, right? Probably not. Although, I mean, you know, like dogs dream. We can see them like twitching and running in, in their sleep. Yeah, but we don't know that part yet. That's that's true. That's true. So then, Fisheye just leaves them strapped to the board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is hilarious. super hilarious. Do you think he can get out? Like, can they negate each other? Well, I would say, judging based on every, what we've seen in previous episodes, once Fisheye gets far enough away, it'll just fade away, and he'll fall to the ground. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't tried it on each other before. Why would they? That's I terrible. Don't know. Maybe they'd be like, maybe we're just doing something wrong here, and then pop each other on the board. It's just, it's weird. It's all oh, yeah. weird. I have no trouble believing that these three would never be like, hey, so what if we tied each other up? Like, what would that be like? Like, yeah, they got a lot of downtime, my dude. They're not into each other like that. Everybody gets called up to the the Dead Moon Circus, like, conference room, which is a giant elephant monster on a platform on a giant turtle monster. And then there's a throne in there somewhere. It's a lot Isn't of teeth. It? What's the third one? Yeah, no, the th- a, th- a throne. Oh, I thought you said a third one. There. Where <laughs> Madame Zirconia is yelling down at them. That's on the elephant's trunk. Yep. And this is where we first hear about Queen Nehalenia, because as we all know, it's circus performer, ringmaster, queen. Yep. Well, it's the second time she's mentioned Nehalenia. Okay. So does a queen outrank a pharaoh and a mistress? <sighs> No, a pharaoh is a descendant of God directly, so okay. a queen does not outrank a pharaoh. So so we've got queen. Pr- queen outranks prince. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so prince, queen, mistress, or prince, mistress, queen? Or mistress, prince, queen? A mistress is not a title that should that has any... Well, it's, it's, the, la- it's the lady form of master. Yeah, all right. That's still at the bottom. Okay, so, yeah. so mistress, prince, queen, bigger queen <laughs> than Pharaoh? Right, I mean, that's the, Double queen? That's the problem, is that Double there's about 57 different queens, and I don't know where they rank against each other. It's, it, it, it's, it's, you, have to, you have to know the specifics in order to know, unfortunately. I think Double Queen's at the top. Mm-hmm. And then under, right under Double Queen is, is Pharaoh, and then right under Pharaoh is Wise Man. <laughs> <laughs> wise Man is just a wise man. He's in charge. Yeah, but... Yeah. He shouldn't be. <laughs> and, the, and then went oh, on no, the wait. bottom as professor. No, also, he's not. You're thinking of Death Phantom. Okay, so, so, it's, so it's definitely Double Queen, Death Phantom, <laughs> Pharaoh, <laughs> Queen, Prince, Mistress, Professor, and then Tree. Wait, tree what about the bottom. But Madame Zirconia? Oh, Where does Madame fit? Okay, so it's Tree. <laughs> <laughs> Starting from the bottom. Tree. Madam, mistress. Wait, don't forget. Prince. Don't forget that kings serve queens. Okay, so prince, king, queen, pharaoh, double queen, <laughs> right? And then god queen of the universe. And then and then neo queen. Yeah. Oh, okay. So something weird happens here because uh, Zirconia goes. Helena wants to talk to you, and the the shadow face that falls across her cloak every episode becomes the face of queen nehalenia and speaks to them yes which is pretty crazy it's pretty cool yeah it's neat nehalenia says uh, i don't need useless was it i don't need useless servants and i have some very bad news for queen nehalenia we have yet to see a useful servant 
in this entire run. Uh, You know what? Again, I just, I I think the Amazon trio is getting a bad rap. (laughs) Don't forget, Tiger's Eye successfully looked inside of and murdered 27 ladies last episode. That is true. That's, he got stuff done. (laughs) So, Nehalonia also mentions magic uh, that has been cast upon Fish Eye, Tiger's Eye, and Fish's Eye. Uh, being gone by the next crescent moon and that's the first we've heard of that although i have actually heard of it yeah before oh but also speaking of having heard of things they've never heard of queen nehalenia before yes they're like who which is super weird like the boss of things have they never mentioned it to them before like that's super weird it makes it seem like they haven't been around very long like they only just came into existence right at the beginning and maybe they're just on a need to know basis which is kind of the case because then they're like hey what's this magic that you're talking about what 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 what, what magic and zirconia is like oh shit you guys don't know yet all right check out the mirror behind you yeah so they they do and they see the form they, they see their kind of weird shadows which is not what a mirror does but they see their <laughs> shadow forms turn into well, it turns into uh, a a ti- kind of a tiger. <laughs> like that's that's an acceptable tiger. It's a hawk, ugh. and fish. then some kind of Pokemon. <laughs> that's a giant fish. How is that a fish? Uh, it, that is not what at a it, fish looks like. We're looking at it head on. Mm-hmm. We're looking at it from the front. Do you see? Is is the mouth open? Yes, that's supposed to be a mouth. Yes, yes. So it's a fish going like, oh, as it comes towards you. Weird. Weird. So they are everybody freaked. flips out. Yeah. And they're saying, yeah, at the end. So you're saying in like within two weeks or probably less than that, when the next time the moon, whatever they say. Crescent moon. Crescent moon. We will turn back. In- How did you not know yeah. it's a crescent moon? It's yes. the only recurring symbol on this entire show. <laughs> all right. I guess that's fair. Although you'd think that it should have all the kinds of moons. But what are you going to do? They're going to turn back into animals. But hey, guys, there's hope. If you successfully find Pegasus, you can use his horn, a.k.a. the golden crystal. First we've heard of that. Yeah. Yep. That's not how horns usually work, but okay, fine. How nice of the plot to arrive. (laughs) You could use that to stay human. That's where, yeah, the, the next couple of episodes, it's like, oh, crap, there's actually plot. We need to shove this in here. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. So now we've learned what the why this is the trio's last chance. So then Mamoru's sitting on a park bench reading a tiny book, and uh, Fisheye literally slips like under his arm, like he's got his arm out on the empty bench and just kind of like zoop, right into there, into the 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 his arm. Fisheye's eye is like, "Do you enjoy being with your girlfriend?" And Mamoru's like, "Yeah." And Fisheye goes, "Okay, but what if there were like..." bad people after you <laughs> and i could get you out of that like then then what would you like what would you be and i feel like members should be like well i haven't heard anything from my own future self lately so i think i'm good yeah yeah like if i could stop that from happening would you like hang out with me until the next crescent moon maybe yeah remember his response is what are you talking about <laughs> yes absolutely the right thing to say mm-hmm. yeah so then fish's eye gets uh very sad and uh uh memory goes yeah i'm not gonna be and i love this quote being make-believe lovers is pretty sad yeah (laughs) ouch Um, but that's not the quote of the scene even the quote of the scene for me is his final nail in the coffin that shatters her there's no dream in that you know that (laughs) common phrase we say all the time about things we don't want to do there's no dream in that yeah, it's yeah. Memru has also never he has never said the word dream on this entire show and now it seems to be like his thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about this girl who has dreams, but I'm not going to do that shit. There's no dream in that. Yeah. He breaks his world. Yes. Yeah. Like Fisheye is devastated. I get it. I get it. Just because you can have dreams, you're fucking better than us? Is that is that what it is? <laughs> I mean, look, you said this was a memory spotlight. It's actually a fish's eye spotlight. Yeah, no, because really in it for like two minutes. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So, uh, fish eye transforms. Memory gets the old one, two, three. Uh, the soul mirror pops out. And uh, coincidentally, uh, the Usagis are walking by at that exact moment in time. And hear him scream. Can we talk yeah. about Usagi's pants? 
I I wish we would. Oh, wait, are those pants? Yes, they are pants. Oh, they look like a dress or skirt, I mean. I know, they're interesting. It's very hard to tell if they are pants or a skirt. But, but they definitely look like they're... There is a separation that is happening. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's they're not good. This is not a good Asagi outfit. Fortunately, it lasts about eight seconds. Yeah. And then, because obviously the two Yusagis transform in order to go and save their lover slash father. There are many handsome men in this world, but of all the people, you've attacked the most handsome man in the world. I don't appreciate your good taste. Lovely. <laughs> Love that. So An funny. amazing speech so from Usagi. I also think it's, I, I always forget, but I always think it's really funny that the soul mirror or the dream mirror stays super girly. Like even when it's Memoru's soul mirror or dream mirror, mm-hmm. like it's still, did you expect it to come out with a little black top? <laughs> sure. <on? laughs> yes, absolutely. That would be amazing. <laughs> Instead of pink with a little ribbon and stuff. Yeah, sure. It's got roses. Yeah, exactly. So Usagi uh, gives her speech, Ashakyo, and uh, we are introduced to this week's monster, Tobehanaru the Trampoline Acrobat. So we're back on the circus theme at last. Oh, and also, Fisheye is also just like so low energy at this point, so depressed. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So out pops this monster with a creepy mask for no reason. The, The mask then turns into a trampoline? Yeah. Yes, it's super weird. The whole, the, the everything about this monster is weird. Like the costume is weird. The trampoline setup, the mask. I, it's not even attacking. It's just bouncing them up and down. It's just having fun. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So that's where I mean, it it kind of like stops her from being able to do anything, but it's it doesn't affect her in any way. It's such a weird contrast because this this episode can be kind of dark and then this is a very fun goofy and then like at the same time like they're bouncing in the background and then some very uncomfortable things are about to happen shoving his head inside of Mamoru. oh there's other things yeah so fisheye takes a look and of course pegasus is not there be very funny if uh he saw pegasus dad in there (laughs) (laughs) pegasus's dad steve uh and then Fish's eye whips out a knife <laughs> and like stabs it into the board right next to Memory's well, head. Well, because again, then Fish Eye is, is one of the ones who was always saying, like, we're supposed to kill these people if they don't have Pegasus. Yeah. But can't do it. Instead, he transforms back in, uh, back into a his human disguise and gives Memory a big old kiss. Yep. And Memory is tied up and unconscious. Yep. And the music gets all romantic. It's just not not good. Not great. No. Not great. Mamoru's getting a taste of his own medicine. Yeah, it's yeah. it's weird, man. Did do the, and then you're ugh. right. Not this, this monster is a million percent pointless. I didn't even remember what the monster did. And the answer is nothing, because they're just bouncing. And not only does the bouncing not hurt them, it doesn't even stop them. Chibi just, just literally does the Pegasus summoning while bouncing on the trampoline. <laughs> yeah, uh, we just get a quick twinkle yell. Uh, Moon Gorgeous Meditation, stage out. And then the whole thing is utterly pointless. Like, it would not be... It would be better if just Usagi arrived now. Mm-hmm. Like, and we didn't even get a monster. And they end up in the trees because they were bouncing. Yes. Dumb. Which is weird because they did an entire attack animation. Right, right. That definitely right. looks like they're standing on the ground. Yeah. So it starts pouring rain and Fisheye just... This is the second episode in a row where somebody sits in the rain. Uh, Fisheye just sits in the rain, being sad. And Usagi, and you're right, those do appear to be pants, because Usagi's pants. Mm-hmm. in the pants. Usagi runs up and does her ultimate friendship power, puts an umbrella over Fisheye, and says, you can't be a worthy rival in love sitting here like that. And tries to cheer up this horrible woman who just said mean things to her and tried to steal her boyfriend this sociopath yeah (laughs) i mean i to be fair yusagi doesn't know this is the monster like doesn't but fish's eye does transform back with like 
before he kisses Mamoru. So Usagi should have seen. No, 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 they were bouncing. They were bouncing. They were bouncing. Yeah, they. That's right. You can't see the thing when you're bouncing. Yeah, no, no, no. no. You can, however, summon a Pegasus and do a finishing Mm -hmm. move. Sure, of course. Yeah, this show makes no sense. I do love that she shares the umbrella, though. Yeah, she's a sweetie. Like, even if it's someone she maybe is a rival of or whatnot, if she sees them sad, she's gonna be nice to them, and that's Usagi's just so good. She's so good. It's a great moment for her because yeah she is that again her true power is friendship and so she offers that friendship uh even to someone who has only been terrible to her so yeah that is that's the end of the episode that's where the episode ends which is a very weird place to end it it what it now again i don't i've seen this season before i've seen all the episodes before i don't remember what's going to happen i it, it, it ended with very much of a specter sisters feel of Oh, is this going to lead to redemption? Uh, now, here's the thing: the Spectre Sisters were vain, and that was pretty much their worst sin. <laughs> the Amazon yeah. Trio mm-hmm. has a lot more to come back from. Uh, here is my theory: mm-hmm. I think Fish's Eye is going to become a fish again and go live in a tank in Emperor's bedroom. <gasps> that's amazing. I hope it's true. That's that's what has been set up in this episode. I hope you're right, man. Uh, but for now, that's the end. So let's talk about what we learned. It's time for Sailor Business Says, where we learn uh, little lessons about life from Sailor Moon. And Rebecca, we will start with you. What did you learn today? Oh, I guess I guess I learned it's okay to kiss unconscious people again because they drove that home again. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. Oh, that's a horrible thing to learn. I think that's what you learned. Which It's, you know, hey, if they, if they show it to us enough, we're going to learn it. Uh, Jordan, what did you learn from this episode? Very similarly, I learned uh, it's okay if you don't tell her. Oh, no. God almighty. <laughs> How about you, Chris? You know, you know, I did not learn a damn thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Come on, Chris. Like, no, nothing, nothing was learned in this episode. Usually I just come up with one on the spot, but nope, there's no, no redeeming moral instruction here. You can learn it's lonely to be in a relationship with a glass wall between you. Yeah, that's true. How about that? All right. That's it, that's it then. That actually does sound like something. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you know, it's lonely to be in a relationship if you keep a glass wall between you. Ding, 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 ding. That's like an actual sailor. Sailor Moon says. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, any final thoughts on the episode, Rebecca? Besides all of the really rough stuff, I I liked Usagi in it. She was fun, and and sweet. I like when Usagi behaves more towards how she was at the end, just because I feel like that's more how Usagi usually is i don't like when they revert her back to being a jealous mess usually oh but i i thought the the, the jealous scene was pretty funny though like it oh was no that scene. was fine i'm talking about when she has character growth and then they're like uh we're still waiting for the manga to come out let's erase all of that and oh, just okay, gotcha. revert her back <sighs> that's true i again i i i'm trying to think how the revelation of them being animals would have affected me if if we didn't already know it. I mean, look, as I was passingly familiar with it. It's still pretty weird. Do you feel like it makes you go, oh, all right, they're animals. Like, they don't understand anything. No, it feels like it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, they, like, they don't understand oh, yeah. anything. They always are oh, yeah. weird. You know what you always say about hawks is they love older women. <laughs> What are you talking about? Okay, fair. That's fair. Yeah. And fish are gay. Um, <laughs> no, it doesn't make a lot of sense in that respect. But in the sense that you would go like, oh, they're, oh, I don't know. They, they, they're all about animal instinct, but that's not really true either. Yeah, No, they're all about like costumes <laughs> and elaborate plots. They, they do not, they, they, it is a reveal that does not make sense. They're also not yeah. even all circus animals. Like <laughs> they don't have circus fish usually. Except and the fact to that feed the seals. part of it is the fact that they don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also right. Weird. Also, yes, they're not circus animals. It should be like an elephant and a lion. Well, and, tiger. Works. I don't know. I mean, yeah, tiger, tiger does work. work. But a hawk. But like, I don't think they have a circus hawks. Doesn't is not a thing. And circus fish, definitely. I mean, I guess you could see a bird trainer, but yeah, the fact that they don't know and the fact that they're like, what do you mean the magic spell? Like, that also comes off as really hollow. I don't know. It's 
it's not. They're trying to make us have sympathy for them, which all of the other episodes, it's not excusable. Yeah, I mean, I I would change them a lot. I I would change them. I mean, again, when we listen to them, part of it, I think, is that we don't hear them in English. Uh, Because if you remember... Well, Chris, you listen to the the new dub at some points. When yeah. we would listen to the old dub, the way they play them in the English language version, just they 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 go hard on them being like goofy instead of creepy, and it helps. And I I'd be willing to bet that if you understood the Japanese, it probably did a little bit of that. I guess maybe, but I mean, like it's just I like I don't know, not fans. <laughs> they could have done so many different things to look in dreams if they wanted to stick with that. But you are going to cosplay as Tiger's Eye, right, Chris? Yes. Okay. I, I mean, I'm wearing the outfit right now. Oh, good, just, good, you know, good, good. Just leave around the house. <laughs> Very comfortable. Earrings and everything. Razor blade earrings. And wig. Little makeup on my face. Yeah, not a, not a, not a great one, I think. But we will have one more, at least, at least one more episode. <laughs> That appears to be all about a scary clown and a fish's eye hanging out with Usagi. But before we get to that, Rebecca, where can people find you online? If they want to find me, they can find me on Twitter at Commander Shepard with no vowels in the word commander. Excellent. And uh, Jordan, where can everybody find us? You can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Sailor Business or go to the website, sailorbusiness.com. You can find our producer, Jake Mason, at JJ underscore Mason. He does a ton of other podcasts about various topics like James Bond and Power Rangers and Kingdom Hearts and Pokemon and other things. You should check out what he does. Chris, how about you? Uh, you can find all of my stuff by going to the-isb.com. That has links to the comics that I write that you can get online and at your local comic book store, as well as the columns that I write online, uh, which you should definitely check out. And uh, what else? What else do I do? Oh, podcasts. <laughs> I do a lot of podcasts. This one's, you know, where your business, uh, Warwick Ajax, Movie Fighters, Snack Situation, where I eat snacks, and Apocrypals, which is this book for the Bible. So check those out. Uh, that's going to do it. For this week's episode, thank you so much, Rebecca, for joining us. You've been an absolute delight. Oh, thanks. I'm really glad I got to be here. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. Yeah, you were great. Uh, And as for me and Jordan, we will be back next time uh, with a returning guest for episode 149, which is called Mirrors of Dreams, the Amazon's last stage. Finally. (laughs) And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor business.